Welcome back to Recruiter Insights, this is a podcast made by recruiters to give you some insights. Today we invited Chin Aik from Intel, who switched his career from 19 years of engineering and currently now in HRBP for 9 months. Welcome Chin Aik. Hi Chin Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. So, yeah, although I try to summarize your experience in uh, one only sentence, but is it possible maybe you can introduce yourself to our audience again? Sure. Um, let me just correct. Um, most of the time, my name is mispronounced. Uh, Chin Aik, as the AIK is pronounced as EGG. Chin Aik. Oh, Chin Aik. Okay. <laughs> Chin Aik. Okay. Sorry about my that. <laughs> no worries, no worries. No worries. No, this needed. It's, it's the way it's spelled out, right? You really that way. Um, yeah, like what Shukai said, 19 years uh, Intel, up to now, 8 months, 9 months in HR role, like, I still have to do some kind of press release, quote-unquote, every day. People will ask me why. Why HR? They, they ask one question, I'll answer them one hour. <laughs> I mean, I have so many things to explain to them why I'm changing that role. So, um, but just a quick intro, I, I'm with Intel ever since I graduated from uh, USM in Applied Physics in 2003. Uh, and I told uh, Andrea Wendy offline just now that I was born in Penang, raised up in Penang, uh, studied in Penang, graduated in Penang, worked in Penang. The only thing is my wife's Wangipo. Pure Penang lang. Uh, very Penang <laughs> you don't, don't, don't challenge my Chagwetiao and Hokkien kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> we will not challenge that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and um, then ever since I joined, you know, after applied physics, I joined Intel. Um, Process and equipment engineer. Um, it's the most, I think, what covered that role at that time. You you get it Actually, in salary was sorry, quite... Chin Aik. What is a process and equipment engineer? Or what what uh, is you need to do? What as... does he do? What do you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Without going into too much detail, right? Yeah, just, was... just in layman term, basic. Yeah. So you basically you are assigned to a machine. Um, you know, in, in making semiconductor parts, you have multiple machines. So it's part of one of the we are assigned to one of the particular machine that does one of the many process steps that we have. And basically, you're the business owner of that particular machine. You're in charge of the processing part, how, it's, how it gets processed, what direct material or what materials go into building it, um, how the machine behaves. The machine got to be up all the time, right? So that you can churn out the products and, and whatnot. So that's uh-huh. how um, you own. And you own from every beginning and to the end of the part that if a machine is down you have to buy the spare parts you have to plan for the maintenance schedules process and the equipment it covers parts. right so in your 19 years have you done like multiple machines so maybe at your first oh. year you machine this machine right then the next few years one whole cycle you're like a and product of mm. intel graduated started your career and then now you oh. 20 years there Man, no, no, not really. I, I, that's the part of the reason I changed job. So, um, the first six, six years was this six years, 2003, 2009, I was that particular job role that, uh, Andre was clarifying just now, process and equipment. Um, and then, yeah, I got two to three machines. Um, but after that, I went into QNR or quality and reliability. Uh, over there, it's more about the main role actually is to test out the quality of the product before you ship it out to the customer. Um, but my role is more on the, you call it the uh, quality system role, where I manage projects and program to make sure that we have a robust, robust is a, just an engineering term, uh, means uh, it's a good system uh, that can make sure that uh, bad parts are, uh, only make sure that good parts are shipped, then put it that way uh, in the positive light. Make sure good parts and reliable products are shipped to the end customer. So that was the last 13 years. So 6 plus 13, that was the 19 years. Wow. Did you ever get bored? I mean, because it's a very long time. <laughs> not, not, not bored, not bored. Uh, on the contrary, and it's not even exciting. It's the other extreme end of the feeling. You get a roller coaster. Yeah. Oh, you, you get a roller coaster up and down. Ooh. Roller coaster. Oh. Wow. I, at least it's me like, because I'm uh, I'm anxious type. I want to get the solution fast. I, but things takes time. 
So it's called engineering, right? <laughs> it takes time. I, I just don't understand it. So, but I'm glad to be surrounded by many good folks around me throughout these 19 plus years. Uh, but sounds like you have a good 19 years or oh, 18 to 19 years while you're working in engineering at Intel. So actually what sparks your interest from engineering to HR while you're enjoying quite a good time in engineering in Intel as well? Yeah. Fun, fun maybe. I mean, I think it's exciting. I'm not sure it's just fun, but <laughs> certainly I, I learned a lot. Um, like I so 2003 I joined. 2000 by 2006 I was given the opportunity to lead a small team of technicians. Um, that time I was like 20 plus, and then I was leading a team of technicians that ranges from a range of age between uh, my age at that time until like 50 plus, 60. So, hey, you know, who are you? You know, the son managing the father or something like that. That kind of things. And But I know it's challenging, but that's where I enjoy it. I, versus enjoying something technical. I, I don't know why. For that three years. So, since 2006 until now, that's when I, I already know that I prefer the other part of the job before. Which part of the job was interesting to you? You know, like solving machine issues or, or characterizing some processes that one doesn't really get excited most of the time. Like, like I said, it's a roller coaster for me. But when it comes to people, the more I cannot understand them, the more I want to understand them without trying to unravel what is really inside your head. It makes you more curious. That's the part. Cool. What is it about um, people? Because this is, uh, you kind of discovered this when you got the opportunity to manage uh, team right um, what has been rewarding for you in that way like with, with managing people uh, rewarding um, I it sounds a bit it sounds very cliche and maybe some goosebump thing when I say this but I really mean it because I, when I manage my team I know I will not contribute to them in terms of technical growth or technical skills and knowledges I, because I simply don't have that good knowledge I don't think I have la. then my my always my primary goal to, to the folks that is working with me as a, in my team is that I I just hope that I can just show them one insight about themselves helping them to learn one new people skill going out there spreading that positive energy amongst the team to the people around them that's that's the thing I that I enjoy most and looking forward when I, I manage people um Letting them find that spark, motivating them, making that small nudge day to day in people's life is what I'm doing. Was that how then it led you to, in led you into a different path? Like, hey, I like this portion of motivating, of leading, and of coaching people. Maybe I should then transition to HR. How did that happen? Yeah. It, it happened since 2006 oh, when I started encouraging <laughs> people. So it took 13 years before uh, I dared to make the jump or should I say, I'm not sure it's just daring or whatnot. It's, it's just a juncture of your life or maybe it's COVID. COVID changed a lot of us. Right. Yeah, a lot of people, right? You get lost. You know, I lost my grandma during COVID. So, and, 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 and then you, you start to think back that, you know, if life is short, then you want to go to work every day, um, getting excited, knowing that you're going to make a difference. And now today, tomorrow morning, I'll just jump out of the bed no matter how many hours I sleep. Wow. Hey, and that, that, that's really the part I, I really... That's where you know that uh, you really like your job. Okay. When you're yeah, energized every day. Yeah, yeah. You... How was the process like for you to switch your career? Because a lot of people want to change or change their career. You know, I'm doing this. I want to do something different. But it's not, it's always a long process. It's not easy. And, and somehow you manage to do that in your current company. So could you share with us your experience or your process of how you move from one career into where you are currently as a HRPP? Let me see how to answer that in uh, what's the time limit? Five minutes? <laughs> An hour? <laughs> That's a long and short version. I, I was trying to summarize it. Um, if you look at a lot of studies or books outside, they'll be like, oh, ask, start with the why uh, and know your passion uh, and all this, right? I, I don't know what's my why, I don't know what's my passion or maybe it's there, I just don't understand. It is the why, it is the passion. But looking back, yes, 
definitely I already know since 2006. Um, but then, you know, the society that molds you, I know you all have done several, you have invited several other guests as well. They will say the same thing too, right? Uh, engineering is tough to, to put money in uh, or food on your yeah, table. Good secure pathway. Secure like pathway. engineering, lawyer, doctor, that kind of things. The same old, yeah. same old uh, father, mother thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that yes, okay, exactly. I'm just let's go the safest path. Um, and then you struggle. So, uh, so always I think you know inside lah. When you are misaligned, you know. So know that first, and then I think just deal with whatever it comes. I am not the entrepreneur type. That's why you see twenty years in one company, extremely loyal so far. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then um, you know, make small changes towards that direction improve towards that direction. I always believe in strength-based skill instead of improving your weakness. Um, you know, if you're, you, you, you can spend you time for me. this Gallup Strength Finder? Yeah, Gallup Strength Finder. Huh? Uh, you name all those. Stand out. Uh, what else did I do? 16 personalities. Uh, then Myers Briggs. Do you, yeah, do you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. are your top five uh, Gallup Strengths? I strength? do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one is who? W-O-O. Oh. So I oh, okay. definitely not an engineer, right? I should be in sales or marketing. <laughs> That's what people think I should be. But I don't have the Shukan, tenacity. do you know yours? No, yours? I don't know the Galaxy. I only know the MBCI. Study engineering. Do the free one. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly, the free one. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Wendy, you, you mentioned the, the good, a good one. You you should actually start from there. Actually, now I'm, I'm coaching a group of... Um, 20, 20 years, 30 years kind of folks outside, not not work-related, um, which is a new thing that we formed. I also started with the personality assessment because you, you need to acknowledge who you are and then True. the members around you. You need to know, you need to understand who you are. Right. Then you can complement each other, the strengths. I'm not sure if I summarize it well. I'm a bit all over just now. No, I think that's good. No, that's um, good, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about, um, because you talked to us about what you did as an engineer. So, what do you currently handle uh, as a HRBP? Okay. Uh, before I joined or uh, and through the interview process and whatnot in in the current company, they they asked me, do you know what you know what's a role? Uh? You know what's a job description? Yeah. That's do you know? Or do you talk to anybody first to understand the role before you apply? Because uh, anything we do. Better do homework, uh, so check here, check there. Uh, even when my engineering role, I was assigned to one of the group leader position. I was checking as well whether I'm up to do, to that challenge or not. Because I don't want to, you know, it's like entering a relationship. You don't want to just blindly go, just go in, right? No. So yeah, I I shall answer yes. See, I will start to ramble when you ask me questions. I'll link other things to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, it's okay. Eh? Pumps up the whole answer to another level. <laughs> I can talk about other uh, things suddenly, right? So, uh, yeah. Imagine so we're at Mama right now. Mama, oh, let's mm. we'll take out a stick, take out a mic and see after. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I did the research. Um, I I could size up what it is. Um, and then I look back and see that in the last eighteen nineteen years, in my other two roles, previous two roles. Were I already demonstrating that the thing that's required of me in this new job or the current job that I'm having? So the answer is yes and yes and yes. Then I know I can just definitely do it. Uh, that's number one. Right. Um, and then on the on the skill and on the on the roles that I'm supposed to play, uh, it, you know it covers everything, right? From the whole employee life cycle, uh, basically. Uh, and if you if you were to talk to any HR professionals, I think they know better. I'm just eight months. So I'm I'm not exactly 100% qualified at this moment. But I do have the people management experience. Um, what we do is actually cover the whole employee life cycle, you know, from, from hiring all the way to the end of the life cycle. To the end means either you, you know, a few you options. Do, uh, you first resign. day of you join and the last day you resign. Uh. You, you leave. Uh, you leave. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. in between, there will be that you know, performance management thing, motivation thing, retention thing. So, how do you get the employee pumped up to work on the day-to-day? -day? Right. Yeah. 
I see. So in your last like eight to nine months of being a HR person or in HR, uh, what do you think is the toughest thing about being in HR? Ah, this is I have to be very politically right in my response. I I wouldn't answer that directly because it'll you know be quoting indirectly quoting examples that I'm not supposed to quote. So uh, I always say that the, the challenge in anything at all, uh, I was just telling somebody this morning. In anything, there's three aspects. People, money, time. People is always... You'll solve. Yeah. People is the problem. People is the hardest. Yeah. It's the most... It's the... Complex. The uh. variable that you adjust. Correct. We are more complex, complex. than machines. More nuances. No one zero is one zero point one zero point two zero point two. I agree. <laughs> we all agree on this, definitely. Well, I'm not sure about you know, Andrea and, and Wendy's background, but you, that, that's the part that keeps me excited. I said just now, right? Back to the first question you asked me. The more I do not know about what you're thinking, the more I get right. excited and want to find out. Both of us studied psychology, so we know humans are complex. Uh, there's no one book that, that tell you. Yes. Oh, uh, you know, it's not like manual. <laughs> I give you a book of this person, you study no, and you no. know. It's not like that. Right. Uh, but the key is communication um, for me. And then and, and communication with two two important things that since you are asking me, I've been looking for the opportunity to share this thing of my <laughs> vulnerability and empathy. I'm not shutting belief. Wow. Read it a lot. I like that. Yeah. But actually, because I heard some complaints, that not some complaints, some argues about actually work should be profession. And sometimes they will say like empathy or like vulnerability might not appear in a profession. Yeah. Don't bring your emotional side, you know, to work. They always say. Right. So so uh Shukang and and, and Andrea who say that I mean Uh, cannot name names la but but, I mean like (laughs) age range age range and 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 you know, would be industry or professions who say that I, I I won't put words into your mouth, but for me it's the it's it's the seasoned folks. Alright? Or maybe nowadays we are more gender diverse and stuff like that. Or it could be in a male dominated industry. I do not know which what, what are those? I'm not saying I know what I don't <laughs> Um those are the two main categories that will always say that don't bring emotion to work. Yeah. And it's like drop your humanity la. Today go to work Drop your humanity I mean tomorrow. it's like Always Like people always say like Oh you know Work is work You need to be professional uh, We're kind of brought up That way also right We are, we are taught to think like Okay like in school So we must be proper You know we Emotions is like Not to say bad But like you know Don't put too it much It should not be in yeah. the order It should yeah. not be in the, in the priority do your work. Yeah. Don't think so much about. It. Don't don't create drama. All this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it's true to some extent. I also am very. Is it lucky or why not? I don't know. But day to day, I face this kind of uh, conversation as well. Depending on the situation, I mean, when you, when when Andre used the word drama, drama is the extreme part. I mean, like I would say, there's not human. There's a spectrum. You either go to the low end or the high end, but we're just trying true. to balance it in the middle. And likewise for work is work is work, business is business. You are hired for a reason. Make sure that the company gets profit profitable, more profitable. Um that's why the emotion part should be of the lesser end. So that that's priority number one, definitely. I, I even if when I deal with people issue, I will tell them that hey, let's get the priority right. I am here to manage the working relationship. That's why it's called working relationship, not relationship work now. So, so work, work comes first, first, then relationship. Then relationship comes second. Yeah, but we need, but you need relationship to make the work works as well. So Correct. I, it's a spectrum. And uh, to both of your questions just now, like don't bring emotion to work. You we can't drop that humanity part of it. If you feel drained today, you get you get drilled, grilled today. Do you think tomorrow you show up more motivated? You won't. Nope. Or with vengeance, or I don't know, some grudge, or but you will be appreciated, recognized today. Don't you think the next thing you tomorrow you will think is, hey, what more I can do to get that thank you, to get that good job, to get that 
recognition. Just now you mentioned, you know, yeah. talking about being able to empathize and being vulnerable, right? Do you think it's easy to have these two quality in the workplace today? Yeah, I think it's it's more it's easier than before. I I think that's one good um silver lining that I I know I personally noticed. Maybe it's because of my role and bias, but but I do see a lot of change in um leadership that I've been internal, external, anywhere I go to. Um, you know, just quote um now I'm gonna sound bad on my general knowledge, but the New Zealand uh Prime Minister who just was it New Zealand that resigned? Yes. New Zealand Prime Minister. Yeah. The lady Prime Minister President. With her name the lady, right? Yeah. See how how vulnerable she is. I mean, do you ever see le- before leaders resigning? Hey. At the peak. Yeah. Southern. She 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 showed that. So so more and more of that level of uh, vulnerability has been shown right out. Of course you, your one can argue that this is a mother or stage. That's not the point. <laughs> Anybody can be vulnerable. Um, but what's vulnerable makes you human. You imagine your boss who is always right. And a boss that admits his mistake. And how he or she learns from it. Which boss do you resonate to more? So from HR point, right? From HR point, do you think it's easy to educate your top managers, top head of departments, you know? Yeah, because I guess not everyone is like this, right? So... <laughs> Okay, but we're speaking generally, la. But yeah, I, I, yeah, but I won't put any regs. I because, I, like I said, I do work internally and also involved in non-profit stuff externally, which I, um, you know, work with many other folks. Um, not not easy. Don't talk, don't talk about senior management. Just talk about somebody who's given the title of a leader in a in a in a in a small group or some project or some task. That person will want to hold on to the title at all costs. Showing vulnerability is the last thing that she or he will think about. The moment you show sign of inconfidence, uh, your position will be shaky. Right? True, true. Um, I have another oh. question. Like just to flip it to the other side, because there is power in being in vulnerability and empathy, right? Uh in your last 19 years or in your career, even in engineering to where you are currently, have you seen the power of leaders who have practiced this tool and you see that positive impact? So I'd say yes. Um, just to, like, I think it goes back to what I explained earlier. Like, um, because a leader that doesn't, vulnerable means you, you are open with your weaknesses. You're true to yourself. Yes, yes. So, it's not that you admit mistake. Uh. Every mistake is one thing also, but you learn from it, how you bounce back, you show resilience, being vulnerable, there's so many hidden meanings to it that um, once they do that, a, a leader in the past is always deemed like a God-level thing, you know? Oh, I wish to be that one day, that high up in the pyramid. Um, but showing vulnerability just suddenly puts everybody at the same level. And then yeah, you work together for the greater good. So that definitely, yeah. And we think that you are not at God level. I'm also as human as you. I, I, I to quote one thing, actually, quoting back one of my old other departments. And uh, yeah, I won't go into specifics. Also, I was a US manager, uh, my way up senior as well. Before I switched to this current role, he was telling me, do you think I don't have self-doubt? Do you think I don't have from time to time imposter syndrome? I do. You just don't see it. You know how that dies a huh? Wow. You know, I, I thought everybody had... From God to human. Sorry, uh. human. Human, yeah. So, but imagine the power if if, if people relate to that. But of course, don't, don't, don't admit all ability, mistakes, and that without saying hey, how you, rec- you, you, you learn from that, you recover from that, how you be better from that, how, how you make a change from that, so... Yeah, I think what you're sharing just made me think of something. You know how, like, I guess in the corporate world, uh, we have a ladder to climb or we have different hierarchies, people of different levels of seniority and things like that, right? Um, Then if you have, like, one very junior person talking to a very senior person, there seems to be, like, gap or, like, that barrier sometimes of, like, okay, you are, you are at this level, I'm at this level, so I need to be a certain way, I need to carry myself a certain way so that you will kind of 
I don't know whether is it listen to me or trust me or have a proper conversation. Sometimes there's that there's that barrier. So we often forget like, okay, actually this person is also very human and I can just, you know, I can kind of strip down that barrier. But I mean, society is like this, right? The reality is that uh, um, the... we kind of have this perception of, yeah, at that level, I'm at this level. And maybe one day I want to be at that level. But, um, you know, there's a certain level of, I mean, respect is one thing, but also how you carry yourself. I think sometimes there's this unspoken thing going around, you know? Yeah. True, true, true. How, can, can, can I ask you that question instead? <laughs> yes, please ask 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 questions. I mean, like, what 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 does I'm, I'm I won't ask your age range or whatnot, but definitely I'm like at least a decade more. <laughs> so, what what your 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 take on that? Then, if meet a leader that you know always carry that particular, hey, I'm the ge- general oh. level thing. Yeah, you are yeah. just a rookie. Therefore, you follow the chain of command. Yeah. Yes. Do well, you I think for for thing? me, right? I mean, the reason I it made me think of this is because in in our job as recruiters, we interview people of various levels of seniority, and specifically, I guess for um the field that we're in, we work more with uh, people who are like at the mid to senior level, right? So, um, oftentimes you have like a very very junior consultant talking to like you know the a C level person or like, like interviewing and assessing or like approaching someone for a job opportunity yeah. and sometimes like um as, especially when you just first start out I guess um in, in this industry you might be like oh my goodness I don't know how to talk to this very senior person what if they think like I don't know what question I'm supposed to ask you know? I don't so know. oftentimes I mean for me when I first started I was like that I'm like oh my goodness I cannot talk to sure. this senior person uh-huh. I don't know what how they're gonna view me you know I mean of course eventually yeah. I I realized that like, okay, everybody wants something, right? Everyone is motivated by something and and just, everyone goes yeah. through different things, right? So if I can somehow be of help to you and you can be of help to me, like, okay, like we have some commonality in that way. Uh, so, but sometimes the barrier is still there, even for me after working for a few years already. But like, yeah, uh, uh, it does. Uh, it is there, but I guess like when you mentioned that, it kind of reminded me like, oh, okay, yeah, actually it's true. Like, we're all human. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one thing that pops out in my mind when you mentioned that is that the, the burden of juniors connecting up to senior is not a junior's burden. It is also the senior's burden. It's just like, I mean, me and my son, my son is 14. I always tell him, hey, when I was wrong, did I say, did I apologize? I did. Because I was wrong. Because I, I make assumption and I say, hey, well, never do that. But actually, he did. So I was like, okay, okay, I make assumptions, right? So then you you build that trust. So for the God level to come down and meet with the mundane human level and human level moving up, you know, like, I mean, facing to the Greek mythology thing already, Zeus and Hercules or whatever, but you, yeah, adding the burden to connect is uh, all parties. Yeah, it's the ability to connect and that trust knowing that you are also as human yeah. as I, I am. I particularly like the trust part because like what Andrea mentioned just now when I was new to the recruiter's role, I was like very nervous when I tried to find some GM people who manage a big plants with more than 400 people like that. It's like, what? what if like I act dumb, I ask stupid questions, then what will I Will I get scolded? Will I be looked down? But I like the trust part that you mentioned. It's like once you build the trust, then we all can work well together. Especially you mentioned about from the God level when they drop to the man level. Actually, that is a very very powerful tool that can build a trust with your subordinates. Then you all will have a better working relationship, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and one more thing that I always pop up in my mind and I carry this day to day when I talk to every anybody is that you the demographics of work is also changing. Demographics by I mean age range and stuff like that, right? You see the leaders that is coming up and the the, the how the world trend is changing also, right? More you can see today what it was a South Asian descent, I think Pakistani descent that it became uh, uh the the leader of the Scottish National Party. I mean, like, you know, everything is changing. I know you all know Rishi Shunat, right? I, uh, they have pronounced his name wrongly. I just, 
right? You can see so much changes that you don't see before. So why this simple thing cannot happen? And it has to happen. It, like it or not, it has to happen. It's like a tsunami that is coming. You either you prepare, embrace it, swing along with it. Oh, I don't know, I don't know. But you just you can't deny it. Still, it just land on you. <laughs> and might not embrace it gracefully. Embrace the new generation gracefully. Listen to them what they have to say about the future of work. Um, versus imposing or using our words. Actually, I I have this question. Now that I mean you've you've delved a little bit I mean delved into this HR role, right? And then you're of course strategizing more people related strategies uh, at the moment. Um do you think you will ever go back to engineering? Interesting question, Andrea. It's like you did a lot of homework, huh? <laughs> no, actually I just no homework at all. You no, know, I yeah. personally it's a passion of mine. I it I won't go back. But if I were to go back, I would still drive the people agenda. That's the main non-negotiable item I will have. It, it's not about what my role is. Huh? I could go back to some engineering roles, but I would still carry the torch or the, the, the need for people agenda. That's what gets me out of my bed. Huh? <laughs> so if I lose that, I tomorrow I'll sleep later. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Um, like you have your sort of like your core, um, passion in that way, and then you're just gonna bring that like in whatever role that you do. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people can learn from yeah. that. Yeah, I like the part earlier on you mentioned. You know when you're risk of my. Right, but you know when you're risk of my you things know, that you, you know, don't feel like it's aligned to your core value, and I think being in this people agenda. Makes you feel alive. Makes you feel like you know. Every morning when I wake up and go to work, I'm excited. Yeah, the one thing that I'm guilty of is I I like to compare. And when you compare, I know I listen to other chats and or podcasts out there, or even your your you guys' uh, podcast as well. Um, sometimes m- money is still the main motivation. <laughs> so, at times you will yeah. question. But you're do you're in this for a long run. Um, you you know your calling. Do you have any HR top leaders, maybe in Malaysia, that you're looking up to? That you think, wow, I admire the work of this person. I can. I think I can say this. Uh, I've been always following this person. I think you you may know. Uh, EDCX, oh, Chief Human Resource Officer. Yeah. Lin Chige. Yeah, he was. And uh, next in Kali as well. Yep. I had the chance to I was very junior at the time. So I, I, I don't know him. Um uh, and back I mean, we, we were almost like one time. No, I would say say that. But we we know each other. Um after that he he would be one of one of the few uh, one of that. your few that you look up to as well. Alright. He recently wrote an article, he completed a marathon and you know, I think I am in. Don't know how many things he learned through this marathon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Iron Man, something which I would never even dream I, oh, of Iron doing. Oh, Iron Man, Iron Man, yeah. yes. Yeah, for sure. Yes, Iron Man. Tough. Tough. Crazy. Okay, Ken. Uh, I, we talk quite a lot about your jobs. Actually, one of the very curious things I always had is like, I think we had this kind of the, uh, question before, but just want to uh, ask again, it's like, uh, before you leaving your engineering to HR, right? Any whole back points that kind of like dragging you before making these decisions, and how do you pursue yourself that you want to take this step further? Any whole back point? Uh, man, don't know where to start. But I always so one point I wanted to make is that um, I think we talk about this offline that. It's not easy to switch. If you switch external, it, it's a different challenge. Different roadblocks that you will face. I'm switching internal. So I carry along some of the culture and upbringing already. So the adapting part is slightly different. Uh, one thing that's holding me back is what's next? What's next after I move? 
because you are 13 years, 6 years in technical field, you know what's next. It's either are you up to it or not. You know. But the other one, when you change, it's like almost you're resetting to ground zero and then um, you, yeah, you have to get your own credibility back again and that's the only thing that holds me back. Then how do you overcome that? I'm not sure, is it self-doubt or like concern Then you'll finally make that decision? Oh, what made you push forward? Knowing that um, it's okay, I don't have to know the next step. I just take the current step. Current step. Uh, what, 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 what's the thing that finally pushed me off the cliff? Uh, just the many, some that I could... <laughs> That's just, again, back back to the number one thing. Um, how would I feel if I continue on the, the first part? What possibilities will I see in the second part? Uh, is the bridge burnt when I cross the bridge? So make sure don't burn the bridge. Huh? So my bridge is not burnt. <laughs> I think it's still strong. Right? So <laughs> I, I mean... Of course, you live amicably as well. You live on a high. That's also important. Um, don't ever, don't ever live with a grudge. Don't ever live. Always live with a, your bridge is still there. This is one thought. But I know there is also another school of thought that if you want to cross the bridge, burn the bridge, set sail for the other next island so that you cannot see your earlier island, you discover more land. Uh, then that's another thought. But this case... <laughs> I, I just used... In this case, you decided don't burn the bridge. <laughs> build another bridge. Uh, build another bridge, correct. Yeah, like in English, second bridge, right? Which, uh, yeah, it's equally low in usage. <laughs> Who knows, right? One day you may use a bridge. I, I think that's really good advice, actually. Um, I, I wanted to ask you this question uh, because, I mean, we talked about your career and your interests, but um, I also wanted to talk about what kept you in this company for so long because I think, you know, not many people stay in the same company for so long. So yeah, what what was it about Intel that made you stay? Now you can tell good things about your company. And then there's the there's the career. Employer branding. branding for Intel. Employer branding, employer branding. But... Looking back, you connect the dots, but looking forward 20 years ago, I don't connect the dots. My original goal was to work two years. And now it's time to stand. Stand four, right? Yeah. So, um, medium, medium long answer, uh, it is everything. I think you all, as recruiters, you know the uh, employee value proposition, which and employee branding, stuff like that, that indirectly Intel has, right? Um, from from the aura that it creates, you know, you, you have been to Penang, right? Yes. You, you come to... By the, yes. Uh, I've actually, my office in Kuli, there's another intern in Kuli. So, uh, it, it's, the, it's the everything. Uh, we call it the total compensation. You know, from, from healthcare. This time I told you all that I actually... Uh, have a personal coach as well in Intel. Uh well for the, the fitness thing. Um the XC the overall culture that we have internally and should I say if you were to share the like the top three things you tell people why you must join Intel, right? What would you say? These are the three things. <laughs> Like the total package is good, right? But if let's say you were to bring out top three things, what would you say the top three things that would attract people to join Intel and stay in Intel? Number one, I think would be what I benefited from uh, the ability to craft your own career internally. I mean, I'm that I'm that living proof, right? Um, engineering, QNR, HR. You you have. I'm yeah. not sure you can find another. Example of like this, uh, within the same company, people will start to doubt. But hey, I get the opportunity; I can have the time to prove myself as well. Let me number one. Um, I don't think I have three, but number two, number two will then be again the the whole um the whole value proposition that ranges from the compensation, um, 
all the way up to the, the vision as well. I think there's one more thing. Um, I, I'm going to budget, maybe I'm not going to speak it very well, but it says creates a technology that changes life, every life on the planet. So, in fact, you do not know, I think Intel would be just um, the microprocessor or the chip in your laptop, but it's actually more than that. That will be the true thing. Sir. Thanks for sharing that. I'm sure it, it will be useful for especially those who, you know, decide or want to apply to Intel one day if there's any job opening. Sure. This will be helpful to them. Okay, Chen. Uh, actually, there's one thing I always want to ask. is like, because you said like you took quite a long time to finally decide you want to switch from engineering to HR. If you were given a chance again, would you switch your career earlier? I've been rehearsing for this question for many days. No, this... <laughs> yeah. I have I from I literally <laughs> changed from yes to no to yes to no to maybe. Um, I think finally I settled on no. You version? No. Uh, hundred percent no. The latest version. And no, I will not change by tomorrow. Oh. Hey. Thanks. <laughs> I'm really affirmed by the people around me that that's, that's the uniqueness that I bring. The fact that I'm a non-traditional one. Actually, in fact, if you're looking back at the uh, like Tim Shige that I mentioned just now, he was so not a direct but HR person if I recall correctly. Huh? Could be wrong. So that's where the uniqueness is. We've been to operations directly day in, day out. Right, um, get dealing through the challenges, the ups and downs, you get to see it from the trenches, and now you get to see it from the other side. The way I relate before all this, I can relate better to the struggles that people are facing. Uh, better, but again, every strength has its weakness, right? Get a strength finder. <laughs> so, promoting that as well, right now, son. Uh, <laughs> but. If I overplay my strength, it could be a weakness. That means I assume I understand, which may not be true. So I, I uh, was it always yep. question your challenge your own assumption. I've been there. I've been doing that. Eh? I know better. Huh? My ten years engineer before. Don't come and uh, <laughs> tell me other stories because I know. No, I cannot say that because technology changes, people changes, the group dynamics different right now. Yeah, but I won't. Uh, sugar, I confidently say I won't. No, I don't sound confident when I say that, but I, I mean it. And I say I mean it again, it's not confident. I'm confident. <laughs> okay. So I kind of like heard that it's like you, the 19 years of experience actually made who you are and also makes where you are right now. So if you take that out, might, you might have a different, a different career or different plan as well, might not be where you are at the moment. So yeah, I think that is quite important, especially when people are still considering when they want to do career pivots and also sometimes they will might like people might ask like they will regret like if you don't make this uh, career pivot earlier but most of the time actually when we talk to different people we realize when they make the career pivot actually is the best timing when we try to overview their whole career is the best timing they want to do it and also it's the whole past experience actually will help them better in their new job. Lah. So, yeah, I guess actually hearing, uh, hearing from you again more confirmed with the answer that I heard from a lot of people out there as well. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Chen, uh, if let's say there are some people are still considering to switch their career, what kind of advice will you give to them? I... I would say consult your consult. Should I say consult? No, deliberate. I don't know what's the right word to use, but um, it's in, it's an important change. You, I mean, it could be a change from technical to non-technical, vice versa, change company, going on your own business venture or what. Those are still to be impacted around folks that's going to be impacted the most around you. Weigh them in, share their thoughts. But I know at the end, it's still your decision to make. Yeah, weigh them in. Weigh them in. They will see things differently. Uh, they will give you the spark of confidence as well. One or two may be a naysayer. <laughs> uh, by the end, it's still you. 
Dolben Bridges. That's very important. Dolben uh, Bridges. Uh, save your another one. Save your file into iCloud. Save it in Google OneDrive. Save it everywhere. Dropbox. <laughs> Actually, quick question: How do you discuss with your family about this? Literally, there, there were, uh, it's, it's like this. Like, like if you are the family, huh? Uh, if there's an opening, uh, it speaks to me. You know, it's like, I'm not sure you all have dogs, but right? my dog is actually next to me right now. Um, you know, when you go and buy dogs, um, and there'll be that one or two dogs that will call out to you, and I just go to 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 uh, shop, right? So, so it's like it's like calling out to me, and I, I just share that thing. I think when you say, I say that people know that I something that really like it's like a calling like people say calling uh... calling you the <laughs> job okay. I mean like like we went on uh, when he was, was saying so I think it's just you you know uh, but how do I tell how do I tell uh? tell <laughs> there's, there's no no better way I just just tell uh. not, not, nothing magical about it the decision making is, is the part that is is a bit complicated uh, I do engineer being engineer. I have a pro and cons. You know, option one, if I make. Option two, if I don't. Option three, if I really like it, I ran out. Oh. Option, you know, if, if I let it go, it will come back again. Because I don't think that role will be always not there and it will come back. And do a pro and cons and count points. Oh. Engineer being engineer, so I do that. <laughs> Which one has the more pros than coins? Uh, but at the end, you it's like you flip the coin as well, right? At the end, you don't believe the flip one. You will flip again until you get to the the flip that really you already know what you want. Then you know what you want. <laughs> so yeah, that you already yes. know what you want. I don't know what you're looking for. Some divine confirmation. You're looking for confirmation <laughs> and affirmation. <laughs> I like the flip coin part also. It's really helped to clear out a lot of minds lah when you do this. I like all the good tips that and action point that you share. You know, like how Shukan asked, how would you advise people out there when it comes to making decisions? That weigh it out lah, right? And how do you know if this is for you? I think yeah. I like the part you see. Deep down, actually, you know it. Right. Align to your calling lah. Or you see, when you look at the job, right? The job or toss up to you like, eh, apply, apply. I really like um, this dog, buying a dog analogy. How, I guess if I had one last question, it would be, uh, how, what advice would you give to those who are thinking of changing job, but at the same time, they are being fearful? You know, knowing, weighing out pros and cons are good, but what about fear? Oh. <laughs> how to overcome that fear of, you know, would I be successful you know, in this new no? I... Then this is another branding thing already. Yeah. <laughs> I in, in in our company we we do have um a job rotation or we call it uh, and I'm not sure it's still available. You get to do short gigs thing in that role. You got to like say oh, yeah. In Intel you get to try like, I get yeah. to try out. At times. Like um um like say I would I'm doing job A, job B opens up. But job B is that, that it's also a smart way as well, you know. Um, for example, when I was in in, in Q and R and the HR opens up, for example, they can actually create um assignment or task or projects that takes up twenty percent of my five working days. So I think, like for example, um, Andreas, my boss currently, so I'm hundred percent committed to doing my job. But then when the, you you have that twenty percent thing, to you is a win win. To me or me is a win win. You get me to try. I get to try. You get to test me out. So that yeah, I don't point. think we have this in other places, but I think it's a good strategy. And you don't get to lose that talent from the company as well. But and you got to be very extremely open. Uh. Andrea got to be very open that hey, I could lo- risk losing this person. Losing to, you, hey. yes. But remember, collectively, you still get the best talent retained. So I answer your question and also sharing the that, that additional point that I didn't mention to talk about. Yeah. Uh, One more brownie point for your employer branding. Uh. Yeah. I think you got a lot of brownie points for <laughs> Intel here. Yeah. Employer branding. So 
if you are hiring, you can do a short advertisement <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, as well. If you're hiring, yes. we will yeah. shout it out yes. for you. Uh, the one yeah. I will, that, that's not within my domain. Uh, we do have uh, our talent planning acquisition team. And my, my good friends are all over. Okay. And we will get them to connect directly to mm, the, the TA team. team. Now you have a more, more nice name for staffing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess if let's say there's no any more further questions, I think we can wrap up today. Uh, thank you, Ching to join us to share about his stories switching from engineering to HR internally and also like his deep passions and understanding about HR being a leader and also the whole career transition part. I think personally, I like the whole HR discussion part because that's actually very inspiring on how the modern HR might be or like actually what the subordinates are really looking for in terms of a good leader. Uh, I hope your HR career will be more evergreen in the future and wish you a good success in Intel continuing maybe 25 years or 30 years. If you like this kind of stories more, please uh, follow us on LinkedIn page. And if you are one of the career pivots who switch their career entirely and make have some successful story you would like to shout out, uh, feel free to DM us so maybe we can connect with you to see if we have any potential collaboration. We will try to upload bi-weekly consistently, but it depends. Uh, thank you for your time today. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Today we invited Chin Ai. Uh, actually, I forgot to ask, is it okay that we mention your company name or preferably not? Honestly speaking, I think it's it's okay. I actually told my boss that um, I'll be recorded. I will be trained on our social media guidelines and stuff like that. I'm just not supposed to tell you the product code names and whatnot. I'm saying okay, all this because so I'm using my company's laptop right now for this. And, <laughs> and usually after we've done the recording and after Shukan edited it, right, he will just send it to you and you can listen it one time and if it's okay to go, then you give us the green light. Alright, yeah. I think we'll go Um, I have a pro and cons. Oh, so Bro, cute. Yeah. So fluffy. That's, that's his name. What, what? Fluffy. Sorry, what's your dog name? Fluffy. Oh, Fluffy. Ah, fluffy. Oh, fluffy. Oh, fluffy. Ah, fluffy. Fluffy. Ah, 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 f